you dumb, beautiful fucker. Who wants to be in America's slash fit with Abraham Lincoln? Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Welcome to episode 230 of the Y'all Gonna Hear podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my two curious co-hosts. It's Jonathan. And that cannon guy is here for this little adventure. How's everyone doing? I hope you're great. It's been a fantastic week, if you can't tell by the sound of my voice. That fantastic. was sarcasm. <laughs> fantastic. Thanks for having me, though. Oh, uh, Happy you could join us, because we a little bit of behind the scenes up front on the show... Uh, we had had an uh, an episode, like a directed episode, planned for you today, but some last-minute things came up. Colt and Winslow weren't able to join us, so that idea is going to go back in the idea pool. So it's just going to be uh, a cool, low-down banner session with the, the three Art House participants today. Oh, yes. What we do every day, just with mics in front of our faces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Not that that's a bad thing. I don't want that to come off like that's a bad thing. I love shooting the shit with y'all. <laughs> Always do. Straight shoot. Straight shooting. Pew, pew. I might end up doing that today. TMTM. TM. <laughs> Cannon shoots hard on blank. I mean, there's a lot of blanks I could shoot hard on right now. <laughs> that joke has layers. Like onions and blanks that are and, like, bu- they're bullets that they're, where the sperm don't work. Yeah. <laughs> but but be careful because blanks can still be deadly. Yes. R.I.P. Brandon Lee. Yep. We watched the Brandon Lee movie this week. Yeah, but we can't talk about it on this show. <laughs> no. You have to wait. Well, well we all, can. <laughs> you have to wait all the way till Thursday to hear our report on that. Yes, because if you're listening to this the week this comes... No, I'm <laughs> I don't know hey, That's how my to, bit, brother. <laughs> I don't know. You opened the can into the mic. That's my bit, brother. <laughs> Everyone here has an aluminum can but me. I got bottles. I, I don't I, I don't have any canned beer. So, yeah, bottles it is. Yeah. Happy birthday, uh, Captain Shimmy, by the way. Yeah, today is his birthday. It's not going to be his birthday when this episode comes out, but it we're, is his birthday right now. <laughs> we're recording on his birthday. Yeah, we're, we're, having this, we're having Shimmy a party tonight, and we're... Doing a little quickie recording before the whole gang comes over and shows some some nice clean fun. Oh yes, I'm excited. So yeah, so what? Like you said before, we're just gonna hang out, shoot the shit, and c- catch up what we've been doing this week. Also, we have we might have a little mini taste test at, at some point during the show. Ooh. Is it Oktoberfest? Because it tastes great. Uh, I have one right now. Not a sponsor, but I have one. Samuel Adams uh, Oktoberfest. But no, um. While we were getting party supplies, John and I, I found these sick little mini churro bites. Mm. Yeah, like like Pat was just like, he he brought these over. I'm like, what the fuck are these? I was like, mm, now they look, look like <clears throat> they look like they uh, they come from uh, what would you call? I guess the bakery section of grocery stores and whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it came from Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah, like I mean, I, no. 
no joke. I mean, you know, Walmart, big company, fucking whatever. But, you know, we don't have a lot of options down here. That nah, being said, yeah. the uh, bakery area is always the first stop when I go to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> so. If I'm coming in on the grocery side, yeah. Always, because it's just right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, let's go, let's go ahead and try them out. Oh, shit. Okay. Since, and, we're, since as, we're talking about them. And also, a tip for y- the, the folks at home and for people listening. Uh, usually, like, is when you walk into Walmart on an end cap, they'll have... Uh, these little bags that will come cookies three a piece that they cook, I guess, in-house. Or or they just, like, microwave. Who knows? But uh, those are really good, especially the chocolate chunk ones. Ooh, yeah. There, uh, I forget what they were. They were some sort of dessert square that Liz and I found, and we were able to get them twice before Walmart just decided they weren't going to make them anymore. Some yeah. sort of, like, cheesecake square. It was great. Ooh, that sounds good. All right, we're going to try these little mean syrup bites. Oh, yes. You know, basic standard cake donut, but I do like that um, that um, spice on top. Oh, yes, yeah. it, and it's in there. They're like a little extruded zero shape. They um, you know what they taste like to me? Yeah. And the more I chew it, the more it tastes like um those uh, little Debbie donut sticks. Yes, yes they yeah, do. Like exactly like that. Actually, holy shit! That's uh, these are good. They're pretty good. Yeah. No, I'm. Well, I'm not, t- I mean, I'll eat a cake donut. They're not my favorite, but a good cake donut is um, it's very, very solid. Very yeah. We have a, a little mom and pop donut store downtown. They, they, they do the cake donuts. What about oh, babes? Babes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They're so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. They're, I love the um, blueberry cake donut from Krispy Kreme. And babes has one that is, they're damn near identical. They're both really good, though. Yeah. I know the few times I've been to Babe's, um, their their honey chicken biscuit, really good. I've heard things about that. I haven't mm-hmm. tried it yet, but yeah. uh, I, I I like their Homer, which is like a, a simple like ice donut, and it looks like the the iconic oh, donut from the Simpsons. Oh, the chocolate and the sprinkles. Yeah, nice. And uh, also with at Babe's, when you get a donut, you get like just free donut holes in your bag. Yeah, they just chunk in a couple extra for you. Like, imagine if five guys, instead of giving you, like, a grotesque amount of fries, just gave you a bunch of donut holes. Yeah. Yeah, never order anything uh, larger than a small fry at five guys, because that's just a mistake. Oh, yeah. Because it's a known fact. They just dump extra, right? Y- yeah, like, they they literally just, like, take the cup that they put the fries in, sit it in the middle of the bag, and then... Take a giant scoop of taters and just throw them bitches in there. Because I don't know anybody <laughs> that's actually finished all their Five Guys fries. Like, like, like a small, too. And, like, I'm a large person. I love food. I love to eat. But I never finish my fucking fries. And I always order a small. <laughs> and, and it's not like you can save Five Guys fries. They, no. they don't. Well, they don't keep. An air fryer will bring those fuckers back to life. But if you don't have one of those... Five Guys fries, they suck. Like, if you go to get it to go, if you take it from there, and we don't live far from there, even driving back from there to our house, those fries go bad, like, instantly. They don't get, like, I mean, I think you can get them, like, extra crispy or whatever, like, extra done, but they don't fry them enough, in my opinion. If anything, they they may blanch them a little too hard. 
I feel as like someone in the biz, <laughs> insider talk. Oh, <laughs> insider baseball well, I, with I, Cannon Grant. Yeah, <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will say that five guys. It kind of feels like they just congeal. <laughs> yeah, they turn into like a, a, a tater pudding almost. It, it's something that they, it, the oil or something they use to fry it. It's, it's like it's like the shit. They, it's like they fry them in like candle wax now, or something. Now I know, like we we blanch the fries where I work. So, but whenever I go to Five Guys, I notice they have like, like way more fryers, and I I believe they have a section just for blanching, which just like a lightly cooking will make some like fluffy on the inside and very crispy on the outside when you cook them again, and they're supposed to cook faster that way too, which they do. Uh, freshly blanched fries and then making them into fries that go out for an order are the best fries known to man, and that's what Five Guys does, but. At the same time, they do not keep long for shit. Yeah, no. you have a very small window to enjoy those. I still love their burgers and shakes, though. Those are mm. I got bacon in a shake there. Ooh, yeah. The dude, the dude behind the counter gave me a fist bump. He goes, "Did you order this with bacon in it?" I was like, "I sure did." He goes, "And this is before COVID, whatnot." He's like, "Hell yeah, right on! I get it all the time." I was like, "Man, I'm ready to try it." I'm just imagining that like, he gave you like the fucking boba straw to suck up the bacon with. Well, I sh- I probably should have. I I think Five Guys does give you uh, milkshake straws, but of course the bacon did settle on the bottom, so it's just chunks of bacon. Should have like like blended it like more fine, like more of a powder or a bit maybe. Yeah, more like not like actual like strips of bacon. Yeah, they basically just take a strip and like chop chop chop, do like a quick chop and throw it in the mix with it. Yeah. Like I was, I was thinking that sure as earlier. I had like like crazy idea. Like, what if we actually like interviewed like the the local like eateries that are like specific to our area? I like, mean, that'd be rad. I mean, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be a funny bit. Like you know, we just call up like Mi Casita and Las Piñas, like all these like local little confectionaries place. Yeah. Sorry, I'm eating more of these churro balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're good. <laughs> like we're but like yeah you were right they those fu- i was like what do these things taste like and you nailed it those fucking donut well sticks. Uh, like i said like it took me a minute to to get it and register it but once the the flavor overwhelmed my palate i was like oh my god these are legit those uh coffee cakes without the icing on top which i love those the, the, by it's the like, way it's like a light glaze yeah those are really good even with like you know what i don't think i've ever actually dunked them in coffee i need to change that shit Oh, I bet that would be. Good. We also need a coffee maker. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we don't. Have, we had one. It just shit the bed. It's like, hey, hey, Google, can you make coffee in an air fryer? I was waiting for my phone to actually pop up because I do have an Android. <laughs> it just it just cuts to a video of someone's house on fire. It's ours. What the fuck? We're inside. Oh fuck! Find out tonight at seven. Da, 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 da. But yeah, Five Guys fries. Suck. <laughs> it's almost as if we had uh, recorded proof of that. Yeah. Because, uh, like, if in case you don't know, way back in our first season in 2017, we did a French fry taste test where, according to those results, five guys, five guys didn't rank very high, which, you know, is something of a sacrilegious statement to uh, a lot of people, it seems. Really? People get mad at the uh, the anti um, Five Guy Fry talk. Yeah, they did. They did like a shooting hard on Five Guys. May I, may yeah. I ask what the top three were? Like, what was one, two, or three? Uh, all I remember. If y'all one. remember that, if you don't, it's fine. Well, if I, you I give remember. Me a moment, I'll pull up the spec. Oh <laughs> shit! I yeah. love that you have all of the statistics and all that shit. I love it. 
Uh, I know. I guess it's kind of part of the, I, I guess, job per se, but I, I do love it. I know number one was Chick fil A. I mean, that's a solid fucking fry. I, I love waffle. I love waffle waffle fries are good. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, a different shape and take on a tater, but man, I can't tell you when I've had bad Chick fil A waffle fries. Whereas I can tell you like other places like Wendy's or Five Guys or Wendy's like Five Guys also has that window. Like Wendy's fries go bad real quick, especially since they went to the whole hand cut gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, this this is our results for the French fry taste test. Although we do suggest you go back and check out that full episode. I'm interested in listening to that. I haven't uh, got to that one yet because like. Honestly, right. the, our food episodes are some of the most fun to do. I bet I'm. I have fun on the food. And like ever since we decided to go to switch from eating first and then recording to eating while we record, it's definitely been a big change. Which you can thank in part to my sister giving us that um, that suggestion because she thinks she thought it was it was more entertaining to hear us react in the moment to the food we were eating. And I agree. I think you get a lot of really good content. Yeah. But anyway, the results were for Canon of the of the fifteen fries, five guys but dead last at fifteen. Okay, fourteenth place crystals, thirteenth place cookout, twelfth Bojangles, eleventh Jacks, tenth Wendy's, ninth Burger King, eighth Hardee's, seventh McDonald's, six Popeyes, five Sonic, four Arby's. Three Zaxby's and two Checkers and Chick Fil A being number one. Now, of course, honestly, <laughs> there aren't many hot, uh, hot takes in that list. That I'm just like, maybe Checkers, not uh, that. Great. I don't know. I I know, I know. I'm probably one of the only uh, Burger King defenders out there, but they at one point had the best fry. I do remember that, like, back in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. like When they changed it, remember? Yeah, like, it, their, their fries got good. And, I mean, their fries aren't bad. I was about to say, I'm actually shocked Burger King was so low on y'all's list. Because, now, I now, mean, they're not the best, but I'm shocked. I'm still shocked they're that low. Because even now, they're not the same as they were, like, uh, we were talking about. But... They're still pretty good, like light, airy, crispy on the outside fries. One thing to also take into account: this was what 2017. This was this was four yeah. years ago, and but I will say uh, we can't make any promises, but it has been in the workshop for a while that we will revisit the French fry taste test with a bigger sampling and a bigger uh, <laughs> sampler size for be more participants. That that means I'm fucking there. That's what that means. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like I said, I'm down for all the food episodes. Definitely, uh, that of, of all the episodes that we proposed to the to the greater AYCH family, that has had like the most like yeah. Let me be on for that. Yeah. So keep uh, keep an eye out for that. We may have a French fry taste test uh, part two in the future. Uh, I I know this. You know, it might be a little nitpicky, but. Do the potatoes from Taco Bell count? Do what? The potatoes from Taco Bell. Would 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 they be a participant in the revamped? 
I know it's not technically a fry, but I mean, the, Taco Bell has the, the nacho fries. Well, like, wait. Whoa, I keep forgetting they do have fries. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, Holy well, crap. I, I get, like nacho fries, definitely, but like the actual like potato, like the Fiesta potatoes. Yeah, you, you know, I'm sorry. I'm being an <laughs> idiot. I, I, I forgot Taco Bell had fries. And Taco Bell is one of my favorite spots, but the locations in our town have let me down so much that I rarely go there anymore. Yeah, like, there, there's, like, one good Taco Bell, and it's only good at, like, noon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've had, the better Taco Bell experiences I've had have definitely been in the uh, daytime hours. Oh, yeah. Granted, if I had to work fucking night shift at Taco Bell, you bet your ass I'd be pissed. I mean, I wouldn't like it either, but at the same time, that's no reason to, like, take it out on people that, who are, like, buying the food. That is true. <laughs> if they're being cunts, you know what? Uh, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you, you got to call a cunt I have never cunt. fucked with anyone's food. I will say that right. Uh, honestly, I've never done that. Cannon Light, Taco Bell, whack. Burger King, whack. <laughs> McDonald's, whack. Me, I'm tight as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I I am I'm still anxious. Like I'm chomping at the bit to find out if I have somehow won best chef in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> you know, when is that happening? You are the in. <laughs> you work for these people. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I know you don't work in that department. <laughs> they don't tell me shit. So I know I'm I'm digging around. <laughs> but it should be coming up pretty soon. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Cannon's gonna have I'll, a brand new Twitter bio when that comes out. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet out new bio <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, because you just changed it. I did. Interesting, right? <laughs> oh, but but then <laughs> if you follow me at that Cannon guy on Twitter, find out more. <laughs> and, and, and then, uh, and, and by by some chance you don't win, we just have like the whole, um, you know. I'm. I was robbed. You, you, you build up this whole like feud with like, the Tuscaloosa News. I'm gonna start a kayfabe rivalry with the Tuscaloosa News. I'm gonna film fucking vignettes and promos with my belts. I'm gonna get a costume together. Oh my god, y'all aren't ready for this jelly at all. Cannon storms the Tuscaloosa News. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen here. Why brother. are you close? I hate to break it to you, bud. I'm the only one in that building most of the time. I mean, I'll just go in there and hang out with you. Fuck it. Sir, what are you doing? <coughs> oh, I'm hanging out with my roommate. What are you like, doing? I work awesome. here. I was like, rad. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, well, this is actually... Uh, I'm asking him questions about the paper. <laughs> this is actually uh, an uh, exclusive the, the podcast edition of the Tuscaloosa News. Uh, I wouldn't want to say that. I was about to say, let's not drop business name. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> we no. work for the um, Groundhog Day paper of the... Now, you say that, but there's a lot of groundhogs at my work. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, 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 like, like, when you pull up to the front, there's, like, a bunch of shrubberies along, like, the windows and stuff. Yeah, there's a, they got a couple groundhogs that live over there, and sometimes they peek their head out and they're like just like boop 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 eating grass. And That's adorable. Fuck. That is adorable, but until I almost had a catastrophic car accident earlier this year because of a groundhog. Yeah, he did. And I think it was the same groundhog. I wouldn't uh, put it past it. God, y'all want to know a uh, sad story from my adulthood? Yes. And oh, oh uh, <laughs> a, a sad story we haven't heard before. Man, I don't know. Uh, 
I guess this is just me venting, but I'm sorry. Uh, when I know accidents happen, and sometimes animals run out into the road and get hit. I, I learned, goddamn, when I moved here, uh, when I lived out in Foster's, uh, I swear to God, every day there was a new dead dog or cat on the side of the road. It was terrible, and I hated it. It was the worst. Oh, yeah, like down Highway 11? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like, the worst. There's, there's always some, like, dead animal on the side of the road. And plus, like, it's, it's sad that a lot of people, like, don't really rein in their animals. So, so like, they're, they're much more likely to be hurt if they're not, like, if they're not fenced in or properly leashed or, like, kept out of danger some way. Yeah. That's why outdoor pets are they're confirmed to live shorter lives than indoor pets. Or at least pets that are kind of, like, in and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I was uh, on my way to work... Um, yesterday and i usually turn at at this one spot but i decided to go a little farther because you know there's some road work and there's like no traffic coming the opposite direction so boom i can just automatically turn and be where i need to be uh that day when i chose to take that path i noticed where i usually turn and it was like brand new somebody that ran over a cat and i was just like god fucking damn it i cried on the way to work that day and i was like this this fucking this sucks i hate it and then when i came back down i was just like oh okay somebody somebody moved it it was gone it's morning i'm driving to work no it wasn't removed it was a fucking grease spot on the ground and i'm just like Oh God! It was just—it it just all came back, and I was just like, "Wow, this is gonna be a good day. I'm gonna cry my eyes out today. I'm gonna fucking lose my mind today." Uh, 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 copyright. Hey, I fucking hate this day. Hey, <laughs> I'm sorry. I like cats. I don't like seeing dead cats. I don't like seeing dead animals on the side of the road. Period. But you know, they're. You know, dogs, cats, it's just, God, that's a yeah. whole nother level. I don't like it. Uh, if you have it. pets outdoors, keep an eye on them and make sure they're properly. Yeah, you know, and then, like, to. the area you were talking about on Highway 11, like, a lot of people, like, live on the road. Yeah. yeah. So, and they just let their fucking animals go free. I'm like, you know, that's why your animals are dying, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that's how, like, oh, my, one of my, oh, one of my, oh, my God, like, two animals that I know of, at least, like. She had one dog get down there. It was a really old dog. Um, like, like old, old, old. And, like, never went down the driveway, ever. And then this one time, went down the driveway, and man, I wasn't there for this, but, God. Um, my stepmom called me and let me know, and I was like, man, I'm sorry. That's terrible. But, yeah, let's stop talking about dead animals. What What do you got on the docket? <laughs> yeah, we, we had a, a couple of bullet points we, we were going to talk about. Um one of the, the the bigger events from this week happened about, oh, let's say Monday, Monday or Tuesday. I sat down to watch the new horror movie, Malignant, on now streaming on HBO Max. And John and Cannon haven't seen it, but I would say they probably heard me watching it. Oh, that, I did. That night. And I was I will say <laughs> it's very much a movie... You should reserve as much surprise as you can to go see it. Watch it without with as few spoilers as possible because there are some very satisfying moments if you go in completely blind because there's definitely some moments I was like, what the fuck is happening? So 
I, I won't get into it here. We might have a spoiler cast on one day because Colton Winslow also saw it. And but it's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a very surprising movie. Uh, and James Wan went sicko mode in this movie. I'll just I'll just uh, say that. I mean, from everything I'm hearing, like it it seems to be something that no one expected. Like the reactions that I that I'm seeing at least, they were like, "Oh my god!" Uh, mostly, I, I didn't see what I saw coming, like at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, I mean, I haven't seen like reactions to a horror movie like this since Hereditary. Yeah, and. Yeah, a movie I watched with y'all for the first time. Y'all had already seen it before. Oh, God. Look, like, I... Yeah. That is the first horror movie that I uh, have legitimately enjoyed. Like, it, 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 it did its fucking job, in my opinion. It was creepy. And, like, if you saw the trailer and you thought you knew what this movie was about, you were fucking wrong, buddy. <laughs> you had absolutely no idea. And... With that, I think the marketing was kind of fucking genius. You thought you were getting one thing, and it was whoop, whoop nope. It, it, it's very refreshing to see a movie that isn't completely destroyed by its marketing. Yeah, exactly. either one is completely spoiled, or whatever charm you see is sort of just beat to death. They keep showing the same parts over and over, but by the time you get to the theater, it's not impressive anymore. Yeah, I, I just stopped watching trailers. If I can help it, just yeah. I might watch like an initial trailer, but no subsequent ones. Yeah, because yeah, it's usually like trailer two and three when they start spoiling yeah. stuff really bad. Oh, yeah, we might have to just sort of limit yourself to like the initial teaser or like the the first because like one, like you said, two and three. Once they start throwing that out, just like nope, I'm good, I'm sold. Because yeah. I told myself I was gonna stop watching trailers, and I forgot there was. Well, I think it was the uh, the new Nick Cage movie we're going to watch too. <laughs> Prisoners of the Ghostland. Yeah, it was like, well, well, I'm going to watch it after watching that trailer. <laughs> yeah. And like when which we will cover in an upcoming episode of Cage and Greatness, so don't worry about that. But I will say I was I didn't really know like I mean, I knew what the premise was, but then, like, to actually see, like, something to give me a hint of what it would be like, okay, I'm definitely more on board of it. I don't have, like, just vague idea. It was, like, nothing to contextualize it. As um, as, as someone who, um, for the for the most part, finds enjoyment in all the Saw movies, um, as you know, he directed the first one, like, wrote it, too, right? Co-wrote it, at least. Yeah, he's... It, He's kind of like the brainchild of the first song. I'm pretty sure he's like producing and stuff on the rest. Yeah, like, we're talking about James Wan, right? Yeah. When like in the in the vein of uh, things happening, uh, you didn't believe happening. Um, did any of his um, past work, say in in like the Saul vein, come out to play in this film at all? Without spoiling, obviously, I guess if you can. I know that's a weird question, but. Like, does that make sense to anyone listening at home? I, I guess that makes sense to you. I think so. <laughs> basically, like any sort of like prior experience in other in other films, I, I would say there's there's a lot of similarities to some of his like recent work in horror. Yeah, and there's probably some, and there's definitely some some experience that he's picked up in his work outside the genre that take, that really lends to the strength of the film. Hell yeah. And that's that's really as much as I feel comfortable saying. Un- understandable. Liz wants to see it. Uh, I want to see it after hearing the things I've heard. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to watch it again, like, like especially a for night. like a. I'm down for a family malignant night. Let's do it. Because like, without of course without giving any spoilers, there's like a, a lot of 
design work in the film that I think is very strong. It's like, and it has like uh, just a lot of really cool character like work in it in terms of like how they make some of the more supernatural elements. I guess, I mean, you can tell from the movie it's an ooky spooky type of movie. That's that's not that's not a surprise. And it's like this is going to be like some really cool stuff that you'll see later on. Like you know, like this will be like a I think a very nice little thing that people will reference in terms of like horror pop culture and so, but, but uh the big thing is it's very inspired by giallo like just it's a type it's, it's a very broad term now but it's basically used to refer in in, the, in its common parlance like a type of italian murder mystery thriller films because giallo means yellow and it's the kind of the genesis of this genre came from like these sort of like sort of like pulpy novels in, in Italy that all, a lot of them had like this like yellow cover on it and they they had like whatever theme or imagery for the cover yeah and like it, it was sort of really popular in the seventies and it kind of waned off then but but basically it's through this type of movie that the American version of horror and like slasher really came out of it yeah. because it, that's how inspirational it was okay for like for movie making and so there's, there's definitely like a lot of hallmarks in terms of like visuals and like character design that pull from like the classic tenets of jello yeah and i think i think the movie is a lot of fun melinda and <clears throat> i think because it, is, it gave it gives me more incentive to check out a lot of these sort of classic italian horror because I have a subscription to Shutter, and like I had, a, I have a lot of them bookmarked on there. Yeah. And I was like, this is giving me an incentive to finally go through and watch that part of my watch list. Yeah, hell yeah. The only thing I really know about it, like I haven't really dove into Jalos that much, but like I'm pretty familiar with Dario Argento, which got started with that. Yeah. Like, if you want, like a starting point, I would recommend 1977 Suspiria. Yeah. Even though it's kind of debatable if it's a giallo or not, but it's a fun movie and it's really fucking colorful. The the, the the like the very like like vibrant color palette, especially in terms of like just like one color kind of saturating the, like a scene. That's a hallmark of it, and so like very distressed like. Uh, women protagonists, a lot of psychosexual imagery. Like, oh, there might be like a woman being killed, but like she's, uh, it's very like provocative and lurid and sensationalistic, which is like that's all, all big sort of hallmarks of Jalo in general. Yeah. Like, like this is kind of like how they tend to be lit. Um, John showing Cannon the image. Of it's it. it's it's beautiful. I'm, I'm I'm a sucker for good lighting in movies. And especially when you get like those like pinks yeah. and blues and shit, yeah, it's like really fucking. It, like other other hallmarks were like, um, like uh, civilian uh, detective work, uh, an unseen unknown killer with a like a dark black trench coat, like dark gloves, almost like a noir type. Yeah, in in a, in a similar respect, unconventional like yeah. murder weapons for the villain, you know, and stuff like that, and another like uh hallmark of it. it's just like very baroque titles like this like long uh, artsy titles just like <laughs> like the fallout boy yes. song titles yes. of yes. movies yes <laughs> yes girl with the crystal plumage and shit like that uh, the li- <laughs> uh, a lizard in a woman's skin 
what happened to Solange, Bay of Blood, and like a lot of them are like are like whole ass sentences. You know what? You know what else pissed me off about uh, War of the Planet of the Apes more than actually watching that movie? What having to say it out loud? War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, like going to the theater. I was just like, "What are you here to see?" I was like, "War of the Planet of the Apes." I was like, "I've just said of the twice, and that's an actual movie that I paid money to see." That is definitely the worst one of that trilogy. I will say it right then and there. I, is I, that the one with Woody Harrelson? Yes, that that was the last one, right? Yeah. yeah. Our, our, I've never seen like people say those movies are good. I just remember like Cody went to see it the first one mm, with James Franco when yeah. it came out, and, and someone shot up the theater while they were there. What? Yeah, they had like they like shut down the movie like thirty. Holy like, shit! And they had to escort everybody out. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, this was that's fucking fun. wild. Jesus, when did that movie come out? Oh, oh like yeah. twenty. At least 10 years ago by now. Yeah, 2012 or something. Like, we were, like, senior year, I think. Let's see. What was Dawn of the Planet? That was the second one. No, no, Dawn of the Planet. Rise of the Planet. Rise of the Planet. This was the first one in that trilogy. Would you think that would be the first one, but whatever. Yeah, it's weird. But 2011. Yeah, that's right. Literally 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. But um, the second one's the best one, though. Yeah, that's what I heard. God like, damn, the second one's so fucking good. First one's not bad. First one's not bad at all. I know, you know, fucking Franco's in it, but, you know, yeah, what can yeah. you do? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like ten, 10 years of hindsight you learned about James <laughs> Franco. But, but, you know, like, the third one, I'll, I'll probably have to watch it again because the only time I have seen it was in theaters. I just remember not fucking enjoying it at all. Yeah. Like, I was like. I guess I may have overhyped myself because, again, the second one is really good. I, I highly recommend people watch that. Th- that's what I heard. The second one is a big shift, but in a yeah. very good way. And, like, Andy Serkis, you know, as a shocker to no one, puts on a fantastic fucking performance. It's like, he, like, Andy Serkis literally returned to Monkey. Yeah. He did. And a- uh, after he returned to a goblin creature. Yeah. I, I, I know Tolkien nerds, he's not a fucking goblin. Don't fucking get in my DMs. <laughs> it's like, if anybody, However, if, if the three open. of us, Jonathan... He, he is part of the river folk, I know. Because, like, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I know, it's like, there's going to be some, like, pedantic cunt who's just going to be like, well, actually, it's like, I mean, there's some... It's a rapist. It's like, God. The only other Planet of the Apes movie I saw before that was that dog shit Tim Burton one. Oh, God. The one from, like, 03? Yeah. I, I watch that shit. Well, well, that, that's the one that ends with, like, the monkey Abraham Lincoln. And yeah. The, yeah. yeah it, it, it was the one where, like, um, like as, like, just a half-assed joke, uh, I believe the story went, like, uh, that part of the movie was, like, almost, like, I think it was, like, panel by panel, uh, like a comic that Kevin Smith did. Yeah, cause I remember him talking about that on like one of it, one of his mini podcasts. Yeah, but um, whether or not that was plagiarized from him. Yeah, and like he did the interview as a joke, but of course the interviewer, um, <clears throat> you know, context is king. You know, made it sound like Kevin Smith was like actually pissed about it, even though he was obviously joking in the actual interview. Yeah, and then Tim Burton like replied, it was just like anybody who knows me knows that I would never ever read a comic book and then kevin smith's fucking like pipe bomb response was like which fucking explains to me batman it's like boom (laughs) 
Even though those movies are fucking awesome. No, Tim they're, they're, they're still fun. Yeah, they're still great. Like, I love, man, I might like Batman Returns more than the first one. But it, but it's also like Tim Burton, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You, also, Tim Burton's kind of canceled. It's like Tim Oh, Bur- he's canceled? It's yeah, hard yeah, to keep track of all these people that are canceled. Uh, he, he said black people don't fit his estate. Oh, wait, I remember y'all talking about that. That was on the episode of Cajun I, Greatness. Yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I did. hate it when y'all remind me that it was something that we did on an episode, and I'm sorry, I don't remember <laughs> this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, I don't remember everything we we do on every yeah. episode. I listen to a majority of the things we do, and I still can't tell you like the things we do. <laughs> yeah, the burden of being the bit historian is something as a cross laid on my shoulders. But yeah, that's it, a dumb thing for that man to say out loud, eh? Yeah. There's a lot of people saying dumb things out loud this week, eh? <laughs> well, previously <laughs> recorded, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, or I, I, at first I thought you were talking about what Nicki Minaj said. I mean, that's dumb, too, yeah. God. A lot of people saying dumb uh, what, shit. What, uh, the, the, the groundswell around that is fucking insane, because in case you didn't know, Nicki Minaj came out and said that her brother's cousin... His friend. Or like, they're Dog. Like, babysitter. There, there's like six degrees of separation in Kevin Bacon away from... She said, yeah, my, my brother's cousin got... My, or my cousin's brother, whatever the fuck, got married... Or got the vaccine before their marriage in Trinidad, and then his balls swole up, and then his wife left him at the altar. <laughs> Y'all pray on it and make sure getting the vaccine's your choice. And then, like, that spiraled into this whole political fiasco because literally, you know, what, Dr. Fauci's like, listen, there is no evidence that getting the vaccine makes your balls swell up. This is stupid. <laughs> no, I haven't. Like, and this is the fucking reality we live in now. And, like, then, the, and, and then it escalated to, to uh, even further that the country of Trinidad released a statement saying there is no recorded evidence of anyone in our country going to the hospital with engorged testicles after getting the vaccine. Like, they, the, the fucking country's government had to come out and say something. Like, and, and like then, whole world-ass governments is going to be like... Honey, sit down. And because there's like literally like anti-vaxxer, like Nicki Minaj stands or just are like protesting. It's like we want to get the vaccine while fucking super bass is playing muffled in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck off. And then 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 apparently like there are some people thinking that she's she said this like provocative statement to cover up to the fact that she's going to court with her husband who's like a convicted like predator of yeah. some sort. Yeah. I, I don't know the situ- like the details behind that, so I don't want to speculate, but like it, 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 it just, but but like it like when she said that she was like going to court to testify and I'm like is this, a smoke this, screen? this is this isn't a good look. Or, or is there so, she just opened her mouth and said something dumb. Oh, 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 and, and, and you know, <laughs> and so you, you know what, what they say: never, never assume malice when you consume uh, 
incompetence or ignorance. God, somebody, I think it was Twitter. Yeah, I, I believe it was Twitter. Somebody posted it was just like made the joke is like, huh, she might be like a Chuck E. Cheese close by the VMAs or something. And then like somebody like Googled like the location of the VMAs and how close the nearest Chuck E. Cheese was. And it was like walking distance. (laughs) She like, did she like apparently canceled her like performance or like her appearance or something at the VMAs or some shit. That's what I saw at least. The only thing I know about the VMAs was that was that photo set of uh, Lil Nas X being rushed out of the party drunk as fuck and that our fucking mix daddy messiah himself dj cummerbund winning best mashup vma how awesome is that shit that's for which one oh god it's not even one of the ones we play all the time no disrespect dj cummerbund we fucking love you in this house we play your songs all the time here but it was like um fuck i don't know it had to be one of the more recent ones right i think so like within the past like year or two yeah. yeah, I hate that I don't remember which one, but I think the funny thing was, I think he like he found out about it and he, he spoiled it on his Facebook page. And then people were commenting, it was like, bro, I don't think you're supposed to tell us yet. Like, the VMAs haven't happened. <laughs> no, 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 he just pulled a Big E and it's like Big E. Big e uh, the, I'm cashing in. <laughs> it's like, I'm cashing in and then he won. It was like, holy shit, Big E went into WWE oh, Championship. That's fucking rad. I may have to like. Do they fucking put uh, Raw and SmackDown on Peacock? I have no idea. I I couldn't tell you, but just, I would at least watch that. Just just seeing the the clips of Biggie winning is like it, it was awesome, and that reminds reminds me when Kofi won. Yeah. Good on him. He deserves it though. Yeah, he deserves it. Kofi deserved it. Hell, I'm ready. For the, when are we getting the strap on Xavier? Or like make Xavier king of the ring? He's been like this is what this is what turns Xavier heel. Like both of his. Both of his teammates have won the big strap, right? And now he's jelly, and then he just like murders Biggie. <laughs> but, but but you know they would never do that. They, they, they would never do that because that's a good fucking thing. Yeah, I was about to say that, that's a that, story that would work. But that's their a good idea. That, that like that's a good idea. They don't hire people that understand wrestling in WWE. Well, well no, well they they specifically said like that's like doing like bitter brother angles is not something they want to do. If they ever, like, intentionally tried to, like, start a breakup angle, they would sort of, like, you know what? We're not going to do that. And and on a similar respect, a faction in New Japan, Los Ingobernables de Japón, like, they're, like, the leader has been in, like, the world heavyweight title scene frequently, winning it several times. And then, but there have been other members of the same faction that have won the heavyweight title, and they've been like harmonious, like just like yeah, you're my teammate. You won, and we didn't break up because of it. It's like it's like that's more rare in wrestling yeah. than you know, like oh, my teammate won something and I'm bitter because of it. And I'm just like oh, my teammate won. Hell fucking yeah. Well, I, I think it would actually like, and I, I know that that storyline has been beaten up to death, but I yeah. think it means more because the New Day have been a fucking team. For, like, what, five, six years now? It's been terrible several years. Like, hell, they just now, like, what, split up just because of the the brand split, I yeah, believe, the, the, right? They were they were separated briefly because of the brand uh, split, but they were reunited. It wasn't an official breakup. It was kind of like they got yeah. drafted to different. But I, I feel like that would mean more, like... Hell, I was probably one of the few people when that... When, I was stu- when we were still watching WWE at the time, um, the Wyatt family... 
uh, that whole like Bray Wyatt storyline where they were trying to get Xavier Woods over. Yeah, I thought all the people that would have made that work, I, I felt like it would have been Xavier. Actually, let him like get quote unquote brainwashed and join the White family for a bit. <coughs> Just make it, you know, maybe a little bit better than what they did with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I mean, or formerly known as Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. I know a lot of people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to listen to the words that come out of my mouth hole. He's like, yes, yes, wrestling, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Now I got to smoke like I'm Travolta. Let me get my vape and smoke like Travolta. Let's do. I let's continue the visual on. bits that are on the podcast. Here we go. One, two, and... It's the most gesticulated drag off a vape pen you've ever seen. Oh, man. Can you feel the vapor in your ear holes right now for all of you wearing your ear poods? You know, I have to say I give that one an eight and a half. Oh, really? For just dramatic effect? Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate nice that. Nice cloud. It had nice thickness. Speaking of wrestling, I haven't seen Dynamite or Rampage this week. I feel weird. I feel dirty. It, yeah, like... Yeah, I was like, like, fuck. It's a rare instance where, where we didn't have our weekly re- uh, wrestling watch this week. Yeah. It, 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 the, the week has been a little off because like, not only did we, wa- didn't we watch our live wrestling, we didn't record Cajun Greatness this week or this past week because you know, we took the week off to prepare for this coming week's episode yeah. like for Jimmy's birthday. Yes. Like, if I remember correctly, the last thing I recorded was that impromptu drunk all-out review, correct? Yeah. And that oh, seems wow. like years ago right now. That was I, like, I, in reality, what, two weeks ago almost? It, it, it's, <laughs> it's because, like Tanner said, we record like nine times a week at yeah. the art house. So, like, the the, the 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 time where we only record one AYTH episode is like, I feel like we should be doing more because we're just so used to just pumping out the content. Like I said, when y'all... Uh, when I said y'all were doing a show today, I, w- I was really glad the planets aligned because I was I was down to fucking clown. I was I had I was had an itch. It needed to be scratched. I was Kane's ready. Like I need I need I need another hit. I need another hit. I got I whatever got. the fuck those kids are doing now. Like uh, another visual Sheesh. bit that's not in the Sheesh. whatever the fuck that is. God, it means you're cold blooded. Ice in your veins. Ice in my veins. Oh man, I try so hard not to sound like a boomer, but I am. There's just some things I just, I just don't get that are just dumb to me. <laughs> well, Cannon, that's not very poggers of you. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah you're not gonna hi- you're not gonna get a hypers in chat for that. No, I don't even know what getting hypers in chat means. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what it means. I've heard it said a thousand times. I don't know. Wenzel, what does it mean? Call me right now on at that Cannon guy hotline right now. Let's go. God, TM, I- TM, TM. Fucking the internet has ruined me because, like, I was talking with my boss before she uh, went, found a different job, and, and I forgot what we were talking about, but I full ass just said Giga Chad, and, and I had, <laughs> and I had to sit down, and it's like, how do you begin to explain to older people what like something like a giga chat is like i feel yeah. like i feel like internet speak is another language because <laughs> you you will say like like i'll be at my family's house and they'll be like 
Yeah, that shit was poggers. And they're, they look, they're like, what the just, fuck is just, wrong with Just you? shut them up real quick and just be like, it, it's a new, like, unit of measurement for, like, storage space on a computer. How, yeah, yeah. I have a fucking computer with 500 gigachats on it. <laughs> You've heard of terabytes, but have you heard of Kuwabara's gigachats? Downloaded 500 megs of gigachats all day, every day. Cable1.com. Never a sponsor. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I had... And, and, like, you can't really give, like, a crash course in this shit because this shit goes, like, to incel forums and stuff like that. And you don't want to be, like, how how do you know all this? It's like, like because the, I have no fucking life. Just like, the, just like the online anthropology required to, like, to, to, that would be required to give, like, not only, like, certain internet phrases or and or just like the different levels of memes you have to be on to understand certain other memes it's like yeah like like because john and i were talking but like this is like months ago how like there's so many like twitter moments that if you're not just chronically online would make no fucking sense because like there's yeah. all these other memes and like discourse that reference other discourse like i, I remember there was one night I had to explain what milkshake duck meant to Shimmy. He had no fucking clue what that meant. Well, like, half the shit, like, I'll have to be, like, like I'll, I'll be in, like, the lads chat and be like, what the fuck does this mean? Yes, Cannon, your hand is raised. Yes, I, I'm raising my hand uh, because I do this, like, when we're all in the living room and that y- y'all say something that I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, what's a milkshake duck? Okay. I <laughs> I, I don't I, know what the I, fuck I that is. Be, I think you'll be better explaining it than I am. Okay. Milkshake Duck was a a term that was born on Twitter. Okay. It basically is a reference to a... It was made out of a tweet that was referencing to, like all these sort of internet um, viral celebrities. Like all these sort of like random little people that pop up over like something like funny and cute or strange they did over a tweet or a video and people's like oh wow this person's really cool and quirky isn't that aren't they fun and then almost inevitably within a week or two of that person being like famous uh virally someone does like some digging on and find out they did something reprehensible or they had bad politics and so the, and the initial tweet was something to the effect of oh um news uh, a duck who loves milkshakes captures the hearts of millions online. And then a week later, we regret to inform you that milkshake duck is a racist. Wait, hold on. Is this an actual duck? No. No, this is like a, a, a hypothetical. It's like, it's like, oh, like this. this oh, duck. the joke was, it was like a, a satire on this actual person. Yeah. Okay. Ba- yeah, basically yeah. how like, you know, there's, some, there's someone who does something cute and quirky and then you find out they have bad politics. Yeah. So like, or like my more recent example, um, do you remember the, if, if you saw it, because it, this might be another just sort of very insular thing online. Uh, do you remember there? There's no such thing as coincidence, guy. Like he was like this black guy. He's kind of like family dressed. Had like these like very striking eyes. No. 
<laughs> well, well the, vid- the video in question is, is he's like one of those weird, like, new age, like, spiritual people. Yeah. So he's like, there's no such thing as a coincidence. And he's going off on this, like, pseudo fucking, like, like D&D bullshit monologue. And this woman comes up behind him and is, like, running. And then he looks at her as he's talking. And then you just hear in the background, like, like she, like she asked, like I think she asked him a question, like, "Hey, do you know where?" As he looked, she goes, "Ah!" Like, like she screams off camera. But because this guy, do- I mean, oh, let's see, and, and then he, and then he, without breaking, goes back to his like weirdly magic spiel. So basically, like he was such a weird character. People say, "Oh, yeah. isn't this guy fun?" And he found out he was like, he said mental illness was fake, and this guy. And uh, right, he, first of all, his eyes look painted on. They do. Those eyes don't look real. Does and. I feel like I've seen his face before, but to to say that, that there's no such thing as coincidences implies that everything happens for a reason, and if that is the fucking truth, there have been literally millions of terrible things that have happened. So, you're wrong. Fuck you. Yeah. So, so like... <laughs> Mr. Painted Eyes on guy, you're not... You're, you know what? There's no such thing as your fucking eyes because they're painted on. Yeah, they're it, fucking I, fake. I guess they're it mean, fake! I guess it means there was, it's not a coincidence that his ass got canceled for having bad uh, politics. Exactly. Because you're a fucking idiot. But, but, but that's the general gist, how like a lot of people who get famous very quickly online... And then, boy, someone goes to look into their history and to find out they they said or did some yeah. said said or did some fucked up shit, or they're currently doing fucked up shit. Now, there there have been some people that I feel like kind of got unfairly maligned, but then that's just kind of the, the nature of the machine. Yeah. Even if they 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 weren't sort of sort of run through the the mill, they, they you know. <coughs> a meme sort of has a half-life even shorter than it did back in the day. So they would have been cycled out anyway. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I follow, like, a bunch of, like, <laughs> oh, like YouTube micro-celebrities that will get canceled over the stupidest fucking shit. I'm just like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And, like, obviously there's shit that's not okay and people shouldn't do and they should be held uh, accountable for their actions. Yeah. But I feel like there's definitely some stuff that people are discovered to have done that they aren't currently doing, but they're still like getting, Oh, this is like a punishment that they're owed. Like if they're not actively being a shitty person, don't try to pull receipts on someone on like bad behavior that they're not doing anymore. Yeah. Well, and and often the case, like if you do any sort of digging on these people who do the digging, they're 10 times worse than the person they're trying to cancel. More times than not. Hell yeah. Or absolutely. Like back when that whole fucking James Gunn cancellation happens, like, oh, I can't believe James Gunn did this fucked up shit on Twitter ten years ago. The guy who who started that, who who tried to get him canceled, who dug up all those bad tweets, he was a fucking Nazi. Yeah, Mike God. Cernovich is a fucking fascist. Don't get like, me started on that. People that we actually know tried to like rustle my jimmies on the matter, and I was just like not trying. I was just trying to like exist and have a day. And people are. It, it, but yeah, I, I I understand your frustration. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you know, I don't know. I mean, like it's like people change. Like like I said, like I. I, I'm I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I've I've said some terrible things in the past, but I also you know grew up. I, I can I can sit and take things at face value. It's like I people evolve and grow. And if somebody said something stupid, like again, I will use the James Gunn scenario. It's like 
Granted, were some of the things he said that were they fucked up? Yes. I mean, you know, he yeah. didn't like mean to shit. I mean, yeah. someone who like got his career started. It was like it was like what trauma, right? Trauma, which that yeah, like that in itself. Like, is just like a, you should uh, know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like when I've seen a couple of those movies, and I'm just like, I mm, I get mm, nope, I get it. I don't like it. <laughs> just gross for gross fucking sake. Yeah, you know. I mean, this was the same man who made the movie Slither. Hey, I actually enjoy that movie. I've never seen it. I've, I've just I've seen, seen like the, the gross shit. You know what? It. I will. I haven't seen it in years. I, I would like to watch it with y'all because I there's a lot of gross things in Slither, but like very much so. not like you know like trauma esque. I've seen like somebody like take a liquid diarrhea themselves out. It was weird. It was it was this movie. It was like it was like Night of the Chicken Dead. It was a trauma film. Yeah. I don't know who directed it. I don't know when, but I remember seeing it. This guy like ate some of the chicken and had some of the like the the squirty shits. They had a sensor bar over the actual like like oh, I, I God, I hope it was a fake asshole. <laughs> and you could just see like liquid brown stuff just going out everywhere. The 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 bit of the gag was this dude shit so hard that he pooped out his own like like skeleton skeleton Skeleton. Did I just fucking say skeleton? Skeleton. <laughs> and like, it just walks around. He's you shit re- so hard you shit out Jack Skeleton. Oh, God damn it. And this he. Is Halloween. This <laughs> is Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> oh, fuck. I hate it. Anyway. Um, anyway, he was a really rotund fella. And basically, the joke was he shit so hard that it was just his skeleton. Skeleton. And just like walked out of the toilet like, I'm skinny. And it's just like bloody, disgusting, gross for the sake of being nasty and I I, I don't want to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) Point being, people change. I've said stupid shit in the past that I do, like, I wholeheartedly don't believe anymore. I I mean, and And I I think everybody has. Yeah, everybody has. Everyone, like, like, changes or grows or some cases, if when they don't change, I mean, that is a conscious choice, but, you, you know, like, and there is also a difference between people who do things and people who say things, too. Or at least, yeah. like, that's the way I think about it. Like, you know, this is nothing new. We talked about this before. Like, you know, the, the ability to say something, like, inflammatory without meaning it and someone who's being purposefully in, in, inciting. Yeah. I mean, and, like, not not this, and, and those, are, those are both, you know, objectionable to different degrees, but I think... Obviously, someone who says, like, I know this is fucked up, and I'm doing it intentionally to harm and hurt other people's and rather That's, to me, more objectionable in a way, because you, yeah. you know exactly what you're doing. It's premeditated. Yeah. I mean, versus yeah. someone who just, like, says something ignorant, and they don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ignorance only becomes a problem until, you know, you, you like, lock down, dig your heels in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Doubling down on your bullshit. But, you, you know... And, and and like you know, I think I'm I'm all for like res, like restorative justice. Like, let's focus on like healing. What can we do to make the situation better? Versus punishing the perpetrator when in reality we should be paying attention more to the people who have been hurt. Yeah, it's like Liz says all the time. Like you know, uh, people forget about redemption arcs. Like mm-hmm. some some like sometimes they're they're legit, and when it happens, it. It's pretty sweet. It's a pretty yeah. sweet moment. Yeah, I mean, like James Gunn, for instance, or Dan Harmon from Rick and Morty, who 
like like when Harvey Weinstein came out, he got me tooed hard. Yeah. But he like came up on his podcast and like he went the whole nine yards with it and yeah. was like, I, I am, di-, he was like, and him in the person, you know, met, <gasps> it's a Lucas, it's a Lucas on the show. What? Hello. We're talking right, about this serious again. thing. And then, oh, we got a run in on the show. What up? How you doing? Doing good. Oh, come on over. Come on over here. It's all, well, oh, well. <laughs> we got to turn you up. All right. We, we got Luke in the house. Say what up, Luke. <coughs> what up, Luke? Oh, just cruising. Uh, hard-working tattoo professional in T-Town. <laughs> uh, you know, just like living and, and uh, just uh, we, we, we shot hard on, on our local businesses. We talked about um, we talked about uh, the, the the rights and wrongs of morality on the Internet. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, I explained to Cannon what a milkshake duck is. Yeah, I still don't know, but no, no, I do know, but it's weird. Why? That's a weird comparison. Uh, milkshake duck. I, like I don't know why milkshakes or ducks were involved, but okay, the, both of those things are pretty cool in my it, book. It's basically just a shorthand for someone who uh, became very popular on the internet, but then show their ass with like bad politics or bad behavior. And also, we try these little mini churro bites. Oh yeah, but you're welcome to have one. Just one mo No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and thank you for letting us be a part of this. And thank you for being a part of the show. This now, look, great. I know this will probably come out of order from the drunk cast episode that we did, which <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll release at some point in time. God, let's not schedule karaoke and a drunk cast at the same time. It's like wrangling, like, drunken goats. Because, <laughs> like, there, there's, there's one point in the drunk cast where, like, we're talking, and then, like, Cannon's like, and then, Cannon leads everybody, and it's like, Joseph, Joseph, when he's trying to get him to get on the mic. Joseph wanted to sing. I wanted Joseph to sing. <laughs> well, I think this would be a good time to wrap up. I think the party's getting started upstairs and that. We don't want to be late to our own party. Oh, no. Fashionably late in our own house. <laughs> Hell, yeah. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your, yourself today. Uh, I know we certainly did. Uh, be sure to follow us wherever podcasts are found. That SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to all those platforms. Helps us out. Keeps us visible. Keeps us high in the algorithms. And always, we appreciate you when you do it. If you're listening to this episode the week it comes out, this coming Thursday will on Cajun Greatness will be a birthday celebration of Captain Shimmy as we do a Dolph Lundgren retrospective. Now, we did mention this last week, but there was a a last-minute change in schedule, so it will be coming out for sure this week. And on the late takes, that's on Tuesday, uh, Tanner will be debuting the first episode of his spinoff of the spinoff. Wait, what? <laughs> and that's the, uh, the late takeout where Tanner and, uh, and company tries different and unique food items and uh, we'll think you enjoy uh, that episode as well and lastly you can follow me Patrick on Twitter Instagram and Letterboxd John lost his name in my art on Facebook John lost his name art my name is Jonathan you can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-B-O-I-24 and John owns on 12 on Letterboxd I have been that canon guy you can find me at that canon guy on Twitter Instagram and Letterboxd alright uh, Luke do you want to plug yourself real quick get your ass over here and plug some stuff I'll plug all the previous accounts mentioned. Go check them out. Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> come on. Go uh, check out Lucas, a tattoo of yeah. us. <laughs> yes. Check out Lucas's uh, tattoo Instagram. That's underscore inkless underscore <laughs> on Instagram. Love you too, Luke. 
All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care, and and we'll be seeing you very soon. Happy birthday, Shim. It's party time.